0: And you serve an band the Futures of Rock and Roll. Welcome to Dog TV, episode number 120. On today's show, Simone's special word was accepted by the Urban Dictionary. Some dipshit forced Taco Bell employees to witness for Christ. And Steffi wants everyone under 30 to get off her lawn. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury.
1: Hello, Stephanie. How are you doing? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong Simone? I'm Dong great, thank you. Now I understand you had a bit of an adventure between leaving work and uh, speaking with me now. I did. Um, I had printed out the the document,
2: the Dongument of... <laughs> <laughs> At work, and this is something I do. I print it out at work, and I tell myself I am going to go get that document off the printer <laughs> so that no one can see what we're talking about on Teeny where it says Stephanie tells her dong story from this week. Right. And so I like the printer's on my way out the door. There's no way I'm going to forget it. I'm on the bus, and I remember I've left the document on the printer. And so we hadn't gotten <laughs> that far. We we're at a stoplight. I run up to the bus driver. I said would you be able to possibly let me out right here at the light? He's like, I'm not supposed to, but run for it. I'm like, thank you so much. And so I ran upstairs, all the way to my office, up three flights, and I knew oh. that the bus was going to go around the block. And so I heard the Benny Hill music in my head. I was like, <laughs> running, 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 down the cubes, snatch the thing off the printer, and then run down, 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 and then I made it down for it, down the certain street, and here comes my bus, was the same bus. I was gesticulating, wow. so I don't know if the, if, yeah, sorry, if <laughs> I
1: cut out there. But um, he's like, oh, it's you again. I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the same bus go around the block? Or is it like the other side of a block? It goes
2: around the block because there's all these hospitals like in on facing one central block in this right. part of Seattle. And so like all these people get on, it takes a long time for uh-huh. all these people to get on. So I'm like, I think I might be able to do it. I think <laughs>
1: So I felt very That's very, very impressive. Well, you know what I do, how I, if I'm printing out, I don't print out the document, but if I'm printing anything else out that I, I want to make sure I retrieve, I'm like standing up while I hit print, and then I walk straight to the printed so that I, I can definitely intercept oh, it. I need to do that. Yeah, I,
2: you'd think I would learn. I think I've, yes. g- I've gotten to where I only do it like once every six months now. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a slow, I'm a slow study. So,
1: right, well, were we going to give you a new name for the document so that uh, if you did leave it, it would be? Ooh. Yeah, that was the that was I think what we talked about. But we still say stuff like butt plugs and stuff in the document, so it yeah, yeah. But at least helped. you can attribute it, the butt plugs to oh, one of oh, your cat wearing yeah, coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it my least favorite coworker's name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how to get around it. Put Jose's name on it. (laughs) Well, he'd be all over that. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, oh yeah, this is definitely Jose's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so last week, uh, listeners, you may have noticed a little break near the beginning. It's because uh, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if you caught it, but Stephanie said she had to change her batteries. And normally I cut, you know, shit like that out. But we kept talking while she was changing her batteries. So obviously she wasn't recording. And then like we were talking about chocolate bars and Mr. Goodbar, and it just kept going. And we just left it the whole thing because, as I said, it was gold. So <laughs> I thought it worked out great. Yeah, but That's what just she had me. said. I, I thought it was good too, and I'm pretty pretty particular, but um, about you know just airing out our shit. But uh, <laughs> anyway, like, this is crap. But no, I thought that was fun. So, um, but anyway, but in the time that um, that she was not recording, um, she said David bought some new batteries today. It was very fortuitous, and I thought now I had no problem with the word fortuitous. I like the word fortuitous. But I thought for somebody who thinks the word utilizes success is excessive. That using the word fortuitous just for someone buying batteries that day, I thought that was excessive. By her standards, not mine. Thoughts? Definitely. No, I think that, <laughs> that it's a horrible word
2: and um, it's worse than utilized now that I think about it. Since you brought it up, I'm like, ew. <laughs> Seriously, fortuitous? Like, I say it so seldom that it hadn't occurred to me, but I'm like, why didn't I just say fortunate?
1: Yeah. Oh, just lucky. I'm so lucky that David bought her today. Lucky. Uh, yeah. It just seems like that's more your speed. I liked it. I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed hearing fortuitous. I think I always enjoy hearing fortuitous. I, I merely called you out on your own standards, not mine. No, sometimes so, I try to play to my
2: audience a little bit, and it seems like something you'd like if you, like, utilize. But I, I think it's more, yeah, it's a little a little indulgent for my taste. <laughs> and are
1: you, are you coming around to utilize? Because I'm becoming a strong proponent of utilize since we've discussed it.
2: Yeah, I'm i think that i i like big words used kind of for comic effect but um when it's people trying to sound self-important i'm just like oh so like i know with you and me it's it's we're just joking around but i was reading someone's blog bio today and they were using these big words as written in the third person you knew they wrote it about themselves right and it's just like fuck you right right
1: <laughs>
2: yeah that's kind of my aversion
1: Interesting. Well, I did want to mention that um, uh, I've become very self-aware of when I say fewer uh, oh. as opposed to less, and I notice myself saying it. And I'm like, did I always say this, or am I, or am I saying it because of what we've talked about using saying fewer instead of less? Because fewer is like a number, like a number that is now you know less smaller number than the the, uh, the other amount that was than was previously. You know, in play. So yeah. I feel like I've been saying fewer regularly, and but it's automatic. But then I notice it afterwards. So I feel changed. I feel like I don't think I was saying fewer before. When it and I pertains feel like I'm...
2: to something that's a specific number.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. I think it's just uh, naturally now sunk into my brain. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm open to change, and that's what's great about me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, well, last night, watching the Golden Globes, they kept showing that orange juice commercial that was saying 50% less calories, and I'm like, fewer, oh, yes. fewer See, I'm, calories, I'm, and I tweeted
1: it. And am feeling like, the fewer now. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No, no, but I'm just saying I'm feeling the fewer in what you're yeah. saying, and feeling so the I difference. So I tweeted it, I'm like,
2: it's 50% fewer calories, not less, and someone is like, but if you're talking about the entity of the percentage, wouldn't it be less? Rather than the individual calories. And I'm like, that makes sense. But to my ear, it sounds weird. So I don't know which is right, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Fewer.
1: Yeah. Fewer is right. (laughs) you got to be willing to bend. But yeah, but utilize. Utilize. Like, using a space is just like, yeah, put it this way. Imagine you had a storage locker. And you can just put all your shit in it. And Mm -hmm. you can't get to anything. But if you bring in shelves and organize it and have labeled, you are utilizing the space. You are getting the most out of it than just using it, which is just using it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know why it is. It's this nurse that I worked with like 20 years ago named Roxanne. And she was really anal, and she would say "utilize" instead of "use." And so I think that that's that was my, you know, it's my personality aversion to her. Like when you're trying to name a kid, and you're like, "No, let's not name him Toby." I knew this asshole <laughs> redheaded kid in fourth grade named Toby. You know, like it's that thing. So
1: that's so funny. And Just the, yesterday, I was telling Greg a story about Toby breaking my pencil case in year ten. Really? Yeah. Oh, name Toby really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Why did he ma- do that? Because he's an asshole. He took it and threw it across the room. It was like a hard plastic oh case with a little plastic clip, and the impact made the plastic clip break off. It was very sad. I loved that thing. I got a replacement so for it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a mean person. Um, and on the subject of, uh, of uh, the donctacular vernacular, which we've obviously been doing without announcing it, is that um, I have an update on my fabulous word, which I introduced a few episodes back. So a tamaricado <laughs> is an avocado... That that will be ripe tomorrow. So when you're shopping for one and you like want to make a salad now, it's like, hmm, this one's a bit too hard. It's a tomorrowcado. It'll be good tomorrow. So anyway, it's a great word. Everyone I've told loves this word. Anyway, I tried to submit it to the Urban Dictionary, and it got rejected. I think the person checking them at that time must have just hated avocados or something. (laughs) But they were were just... It it got rejected three times, and I was so upset. Um, But anyway, I just thought of it today. I was like, I'm going to try it again today. And it got accepted within an hour. So it's already got like, uh, I think... 30 something or 40 something upvotes So please listen and go to UrbanDictionary.com And search for cardo And upvote it Because I think it should be a real word I'm actually also thinking for the show That I should call the uh, avocado growers Of California and speak to their marketing department And I'll record (laughs) it for the show And and tell them about (laughs) cardo. What do you think? (laughs) Please (laughs) Please do i think that needs to happen your
2: entire conversation (laughs) hi
1: uh, can i speak to someone in the marketing department (laughs) i I don't know how this is gonna go so (laughs) exactly i have all these provisions now you can't trademark this word this word is for open use i don't want to make any money off of this thing i just want this word to get out there i think it's a good word it's a useful (laughs) word it's a fun word (laughs) i'm a benevolent creator that's right (laughs) So, yeah, so that's my plan. So we'll see if I get that together soon. Um, now, um, I'm guessing you didn't make any New Year's resolutions because you probably think they're lame. Am I right? I don't, I don't think they're lame. <laughs> I, just, I just don't make them because I kind of
2: like, like to start them whenever I feel the need. Like, I don't want to start a whole new year. I don't want to wait for that, so...
1: Right, right. So it's like um, need to make change in November. Why not? Yeah. What, what are you waiting for? But um,
2: no. But I like the concept. I like the idea of it. it's very hopeful. You know, it's, it's like a, a
1: reminder. Like let's do something. Like we kind of you know it was a downward downward spiral all year. Let's let's step it up and start afresh. I like it. It's like a chance for people to. It's not like, oh, I can't try anything new. It's not New year's for a resolution. I think it's more just like a, a kickstart. Well I don't I don't have any anyway. But what I had, it's like a goal an overall an overall goal for the year uh-huh. is that like if I'm introduced to somebody, you know, and you're making this annoying small talk that us introverts hate, you yeah. know, so what do you do? I'm so uncomfortable with answering that question because yeah. my job is just like a day-to-day job, but I have a podcast, but it's just a small-time podcast, and, you know, I have other interests, and I'm, I don't know how to talk about that mm-hmm. instead of talking about my job, which they're not going to find very interesting. Do you know what I mean? So right. my goal for the year is throughout the year and just sort of actually like write it out and sort of plot it out and think about it is to create my introduction spiel and get comfortable with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you started so, What's that? Have you started it yet? I haven't yet. In fact, I kind of forgot about it, except for the fact that I put it on the document. But... <laughs> <laughs> so listen time yeah 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 it's only the 12th of <laughs> january but listener if you think of this during the year and and say hey how's that introduction spiel going do ask and that might remind me but i think that's important like i hate that i feel uncomfortable to introduce myself or explain myself you know yeah. it's like i'm not yeah. uncomfortable with myself i'm uncomfortable with how this sounds to you and how much about myself i can accurately I convey you know and it's just weird, cause you. You don't know how much of this person's attention you have. You know, exactly. some people. I
2: try to just like feel it off on pawn it off onto them. I'm like, I'm like, what do you do? Because I'm like, surely they're bored by now.
1: Yeah, but, <laughs> but the thing, neither seen. of us are boring. You know, we have plenty to talk about, but and I just want to have to <laughs> not feel tied. Yeah, that's true. But that's I just feel beard. like I don't want to be tied yeah. down to like my job. You know, it's right. like
2: it's like well i have a kid but i have a job and i have this stuff on the side and yeah uh, so that reminds me of the the new Chelsea peretti special she also has a podcast on feral audio and um she <laughs> this part cracked me up where she was like i would like for, i would like small talk if i could just make this noise in the middle of it so what's your favorite color <laughs> she like <laughs> She bent backwards and just went... And I'm like, yes, yes, I want to do
1: that. (laughs) That is awesome.
2: (laughs) Okay, oh, you mentioned um, the 12th of January, which is today, and... um, you're just talking about New Year's resolutions. You're like, we're 12 days in. But today, January 12th, is one of my ex-boyfriend's birthday. And I remember it every year. So you know how that is. And um, so today is his um, 40th birthday. So I emailed him. I was like, hey, happy 40th. And, uh, you know, how's being 40, blah, blah, blah. Or I just kind of, you know, kept it like two sentences. Because I heard his wife checks his email. And so <laughs> she writes <laughs> back. <laughs> To my question, how's being 40? He writes back, gassy. (laughs) And then he goes, we went to LA. It was fun. No punctuation. No signature. I'm like, yep. His wife's reading his email.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, so, So I had my birthday since we last recorded. Uh, How did one, that go? I saw the one week ago. That was super fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. no the birthday was good. we we did stuff the day before my birthday. We did another escape room. I think I talked about that on that sh- on the show about six months ago that we did an escape room where you're locked in a room and have to solve yeah. puzzles and clues and get out now we had the key to get out in our hands when they opened the door. like we oh. if we had thirty more seconds, we would have done it. Like I was so pissed off. but oh anyway, Lord. I'm still really, really, really glad that we got that close because in our minds we we're like, well, whatever we did it, we did it, whatever. Unless like yeah. a bomb was going to go off, then yeah, we we did it. So um, yeah, so that was super fun, and um, and then everyone just kind of came over and had drinks for a bit afterwards, and then um, yeah, on oh, Jenna. So I, last week I said I I was sort of not going to get the vape kit, but my friend Jenna she bought gave me the vape kit, so I have one Aww. now, and right now I'm puffing on um, on vapor that tastes like um, taro with caramel and tobacco. <laughs> tarot like is in tarot card tarot is in like tarot root oh okay yeah so wow. it's quite delicious and the other one I was puffing on the last few days was um uh cinnamon funnel cake oh my god <laughs> yeah and before that I had radberry which is like a raspberry flavor so radberry yeah. radberry <laughs> yeah yes So yeah, but I'm digging
2: it. Talk about vaping because in Seattle, whenever anyone says that, it means you're smoking weed. But (laughs) apparently down there, no, you're like, yeah, I vaped in the. Should I vape in the bathroom at work? And I'm like, wow, Simone's like getting crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's just like having some, you know, delicious flavors.
1: Just yeah, just went in the room for some great flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Bowl noodle hot. Yeah, it totally sounds like that. but um, the other, so on my actual birthday, so we just did the fun stuff on on the day before. So my day, actual birthday, I didn't care about anything. Quincy was being kind of whiny, so we like we just ordered Indian food delivery, and we watched this documentary, which I wondered if you had seen because it's old from uh, HBO. I think it's from the early no, from the late nineties. Um, but it's called Small Town Ecstasy. Have you heard of it? No. Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, but it was an HBO documentary. But they, it's like it sounded like they were just trying to do like a drug documentary. It's like some Northern California town. But instead they find this dad who's like 40 and he's just, he never drank or smoked or did anything before. And now he's like, he and the mother are divorced and he's just doing ecstasy and he loves it. And he's going to raves <laughs> with his like 18-year-old son <laughs> He's just way into it, and um, but what's sad is that like they have he has like a 15 year old and a 13 year old, and he takes them to the raves.
2: No. Yes, no. yes, that's yeah. not legal, is it?
1: No! He, like, got in trouble and all this stuff because, yeah, because the daughter, wow. like, wrote a letter to the other older brother about what was going on and, oh, yeah, no. shit hits the fan. But, yeah, but the, the whole thing behind it, which he admits to, is that he's a preacher's kid. So... Uh, so that's why I wondered if stickers. you... If, yeah, if you had him. Mean, he doesn't talk about that so much but it comes up oh, a few no. times. I just wondered if you had like oh yeah of course you know
2: so (laughs) yeah well it makes a lot of sense now because yeah it's like the Amish and their rum spring or or whatever that is where yeah they crazy and um if it's all packed down like that then it's just gonna come out like crazy so yeah makes sense yeah (sighs) wow so is it streaming
1: uh, no, it's just on YouTube. So okay. um, it's like really fuzzy, like not very clear because, um, yeah, it's like this old like 10th generation videotape it looks like. But wow. what's it called yeah, again? It's called Small Town Ecstasy. Okay. Yeah, So, but it's weird with the guy because, I mean, he just seems like such a neglectful prick, but he just seems to really believe like, yeah, is this bad? I don't know. Like he really seems like he doesn't know. Like he just does not have that... That ability to determine that this is bad to like mm-hmm. let you take your kids to raves and try drugs, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah. So if you saw that, uh, see that, do tell us because uh, love to know what you think about it. From a yeah, I'll get right on kid that. Uh, <laughs> right <up> my alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So we are now uh, three days of your last month in your thirties have chipped away. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> How, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, Yeah,
2: I'm feeling cranky. I was noticing today that I was like, these, I've no, okay, for a few years now, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to go back in my 20s because people in their 20s are so annoying. It's oh. getting even worse. Like, like today I read this blog post that this guy wrote and he's like, I want to live, he's in his 20s and he's this lovely person, but he goes, I want to live life. Like I've just had three beers. I just want to live three beer, three beers in without any fear or inhibitions. And it was just like um, all right, you know, <laughs> <laughs> knock this shit off and just do it. Don't write about, you know. But and then I'm like that's totally something I might have said in my 20s and you know, I'm being this judgmental old get off my lawn lady. And then yeah. <clears throat> on um Golden Glo- was it Golden Globes yeah last night Margaret Cho like was making fun of um North Korean leader whatever and uh, I was looking on Twitter yeah (laughs) see I'm old I can't remember things Um, and all these people on Twitter in their 20s are like oh, that's so, she shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, you guys, she's North Korean. You are not. You can't say what she's doing, you know, or she's Korean yeah. or whatever she is. Yeah, y'all can't say. Like, I mean, I'm just, like, inordinately pissed. And then, like, today people are like, oh, the new Sufjan album's coming out after five years. And Christians, like, love Sufjan Stevens. And then, and I just, like, started retweeting, like, my pastor loves Sufjan. Sufjan loves Jesus. Mm, yay. Sufjan, Jesus, Christianity. I was, like, all mad. Like, retweet, retweet, retweet. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is like definitely a marker of getting older is like I'm getting cranky and get off my lawn like so
1: Right right
2: just got I feel more like I've been like that to. for a long
1: time, but maybe it'll change yeah. into more of an officially old person style. Yeah, no, I, I feel ramping up. Like, I, yeah, I, I think now I'm doing it a in a cool style. Like, I'm so cool <laughs> that I hate all this stuff. Now yeah, it's just, I don't think I'm, so cool. I just think I'm so old. I'm so old. I mean, I don't think I'm cool, but I think it would appear that I'm coming from a cool perspective. But very soon, it's just going to be you're just old and you don't get yeah. it. Oh, no. Yeah, I have but like I an this old flavor,
2: like devil may care, like. Yeah, this
1: yeah, shit off kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I say time and time again, the things that I think are shit, I think it's different to where our parents' generation said the things we liked were shit. Because our shit was scary to them. It was loud and, ah, what is this? Whereas now I'm just like, this is just weak and lame. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You know, I've seen videos of people. Thankfully, not in person. But I've been at shows where somebody's shit on stage. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I was cool with that. But you know, this is where I've been. Wait, what show is this? Extreme Elvis. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that is very extreme it is wow. extreme and he it had like Gigi Allen or Iggy Pop. no I've seen, I've seen a video of Gigi Allen but yeah, um okay. shitting so um but uh and again I'm not like oh yeah whatever he's shitting I'm like holy shit he's shitting but you know that's why <laughs> you know these simpering people and there's claiming to do rock music I'm like no fuck off this is piss week you know so, <laughs> <laughs> piss week Piss Week, but, um, yeah, no, Extreme Elvis. He had, like, a one-inch penis because he would get naked on stage and pour, like, like, curdled milk on himself and... Yeah, and apparently he only shit on stage. Like it would depend on the day of the week because he only shit every other day. So I happened to be at a at a show oh, and he shit. Uh, yeah, I was backstage, you. but I heard that he had shit, and he came up and he had shit all over his ass, and he just sat on one of the backstage chairs, and I was oh. like, "Oh my God, no, no, oh, no!" The promoter's gonna love that. Oh, so, so well, you
2: you were backstage. You weren't like yeah. at the festival. Okay.
1: No, wow. the, Greg was, Greg was, it was like a, at a club in San Jose and oh Greg was, uh, he was, uh, Greg was playing the same show, but yeah, it was horrible. But the thing with him, like when he wasn't on stage, he was like a really sweet, nice guy, but when he'd get into great. the character, mm-hmm. he was nuts and, and <laughs> shit on stage, yeah. So, and, but he was, he, but he's actually a great singer, like it was a great sounding <laughs> show for an Elvis show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's a great singer, and he shit on stage. Only yeah. every other day. I have to be able the day that he did. <laughs> wow,
1: well, I did not know I was going there today. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. Now, last week, uh, something... Almost as traumatic as someone shitting on stage.
2: Yeah, maybe even a little <laughs> bit more. Okay, maybe so it's
1: something that will make you shit at work. Oh, um,
2: <laughs> for real, if this was happening. Um, so I was on the bus, and the bus driver says we're getting rerouted because there's a gunman at one of the elementary schools, and I'm like oh no and so i just called david texting he's like yep this guy with the rifle showed up at not my kid's school but they said all the schools in the district were closing and they're all on lockdown and so because apparently the guy made a threat that he was going to go to each school and (gasps) do whatever so that's no fun you know so they had uh, the kids on lockdown and there's just nothing you can do like it's the worst feeling i mean to know that that you know hadn't heard anything okay there's that like that's a major plus but you're just sitting there you know there's nothing you can do obviously and yeah yeah, that was the worst feeling I feel like I aged like 10 years just those three hours waiting for them to get home and but the kids were fine they're like we didn't know why we were on lockdown we thought we were you know we didn't even know that that's what it was we were just watching movies and Um, and then like apparently when the kids got went from school to get on the buses there were like all these cops with giant rifles like guarding them as they got on the bus I know so
1: I mean how was getting that time like how worried were you like how much of you thought something um, really could happen I was crying yeah. Um
2: kind of in a controlled way. I mean, that's not saying much cuz I cry like every day, but um, <laughs> it was like, yeah, I was pretty focused and worried and um I told my boss and she was like, if you need to go home, just let me know, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um I was I was keeping it together, but I mean, I I had moments of losing it and, you know, people would call me and I would just send it to voicemail and like, I can't talk right now. So, you know, I functioned and I stayed at work, but yeah. <sighs> So I just oh. I feel really lucky that they're safe and that's the worst that could be. It's just that like, that not knowing that's the worst part, you know.
1: Yeah. And so. how did Judah feel like about that? You know, interfering with his birthday. Was he expecting some? It was some... on his birthday. Yeah, his thirteenth <laughs> like, birthday.
2: Yeah, I've got to get out of school on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, welcome to adulthood, son. You're 13 <laughs> now. <laughs> You're a man. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Don't want them to leave the house again though
1: no every time something scary happens i'm just I, I just shout out homeschool like yeah that's it yeah i just want to i mean i'm not into homeschooling but then i, I want to yeah i
2: know i put i was like i think this is the first time i've ever wanted to homeschool except if i did that i would become the gunman
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> so you went to australia no, I did not. I mean, I have been, but I'm wait, going to.
2: You're going to again, and but wait, are you going back to Arizona?
1: No, 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 no. I'm just so I'm, the, doc- no, the oh, document. Oh, yeah, yeah, the document. No, I just, from last week, I just want to talk about, just briefly, altitude sickness I had in Arizona when we were there in December. Like, this happens every time we go to Tucson, and I never, I never... Mm-hmm remember why and next time we go I'm gonna buy a can of oxygen because the afternoon rolls around and I feel like I am drugged like I can't really? I can't I can barely stand up and I have to take a long nap and I'm just like like Quincy was like running around Greg's mom's house and mm-hmm. you know and I'm trying to like keep him out of the cat food and everything and I was just like <laughs> barely lifting my head like Quincy come back and I go get him bring him back into, into the living room and just kind of like oh, but you can buy oxygen like when you go into high altitude. So, like, next time I go, I totally have to remember to take oxygen and see if it helps because I didn't it's know so it was high bad. There. Yeah, in Tucson it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just crazy that I would just so easily just go into this like complete, like, I mean, I felt like child protective services needed to be called in because I didn't feel like I could properly care for my yeah. child. I was yeah, like, Because no, oh, no. <laughs> Greg had gone out to make a phone call. So, I, I was like trying to keep. Control of everything, but yeah, it sucked. But anyway, so um, so I know we had a bit of a break, like because of me going to Arizona and Hawaii and all of that, and we were keeping kind of a decent week and a half to two week schedule, and then it kind of fell flat. But um I want to uh so I think we're gonna try and keep it together for the next couple months, but then end of March, I'm going to Australia for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. What's going on there? Greg's doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Greg is we are getting paid to go to my hometown. I mean, this is the best thing ever. I was gonna say, so so are y'all gonna be in Melbourne the whole time? Yes, it's the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So So for four whole weeks.
2: For a week or four weeks.
1: Four (laughs) weeks.
2: I can't believe that festival's lasting that long.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Greg's going to do a show like nearly every night. So well, that's like the Scotland festival. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's pretty major. Yeah. So I'm wow. having an apartment downtown, like cause my parents live out in the sticks, so like we can sort of yeah. So oh it's pretty exciting because I mean my parents live like an hour out of town, so yeah. <laughs> it'll be nice to alternate between the two. So because like every time we do something, it's like this horrible long sh- schlep back to back to the sticks. So, anyways, <laughs> this is all very very exciting, but it will mean mm. another lull. I'm gonna try and work something out about recording while I'm there, like we did last time. I managed one. Um, yeah a couple years ago so yeah but it was hard trying to find someone with a Mac that I could use so yeah, I'm working on it but otherwise we could be off for four weeks wow that's yeah, so cool you but to go back trying, trying to keep it, keep it going people so anyway now I have some we haven't had some in a while I don't think some Taco Bell news <laughs> think
0: outside the bun uh, <laughs> 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 So anyway,
1: um, I don't know if you heard this, but I know who this guy is. His name, he's part of the Creation Today ministry, and his father was somebody. His name is Eric, and um, he's a dick. But essentially, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play this, and so um, hopefully you can hear it, and I'll put the full volume thing on. Oh no. Okay, so...
0: I don't know if you guys realize this But a
2: lot of restaurants and fast food places Are now asking for your name So that you don't get it mixed up with somebody's order And so people will pay attention It's a great opportunity to witness to other people yes. Hey, I'd like to have uh, a two-pack of the Cinnabon Delights, please 2 packs of the Cinnabon Delights, anything else? Nope, that'll be it That'll be it? For here to go? For here Can I have your name? You can, Jesus Christ is Lord Oh okay. my God
0: Say it nice and loud, I want to make sure and hear it, I'm way in the back over there, okay? Great. All right.
2: Great. What a dildo.
1: One there
0: you go.
2: Be right up. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, all you gotta do is sit back and let them witness for you. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh. I'll- Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a true statement right
1: there. That's a true statement. Thank you, guys. Oh,
2: wow. What state is this in?
1: <laughs> um, I'm not sure. But it's just so oh sad because it's in a taco. <laughs> Jesus Christ is Lord
2: and be sure and say it real loud I want to hear you I'm clear in the back like yeah. that's the most assholic part of it almost oh I know like, and ugh. wait till
1: you see it wait till you see his fucking face he's so uh, smug like I, I got this I got this it's like you're fucking Taco Bell and something I only just realized just before <laughs> <You're> I hear <laughs> fucking Taco Bell <laughs> <laughs> and something I realized when I just watched it back just before we started recording is that after he like, he's finishing up and talking to the camera, he hands the tray to the guy that was hovering next to him. He didn't even go in and buy his own fucking Cinnabon treats or whatever the fuck he ordered. He just hopped oh. onto somebody else's order to make his <gasps> point and then he gave the guy his food.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. So I
2: can't believe no one sent that to me.
1: Somebody ah. sent it to me, but I don't remember because I'm senile, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I think somebody posted it on Facebook. I think that's where I saw it.
2: That guy. So, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like Jesus would yell at him.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so manipulative, too, making a poor yeah. fast food employee. It's so
2: referential It's not about Jesus at that point. It's about you being a dick and like manipulating someone into <laughs> saying something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ugh. God, wait, I want to find his dad's name. Oh, Eric Hovind. Oh, I don't know who that would be. Well, that's the son. So the dad is apparently he's in prison for some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah, he yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he was some kind of something in the church. Oh, no. Greg looked him up, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. But now, just think what other cool things could we get people to say when we give our names? Because there was a time me and Stephanie were at Starbucks, and we, it was the first ever Starbucks, and she had to give yeah. her name, and she said Adolf, A D O L F, and the girl didn't blink. No, like girl, no. I'm just like, I don't know who that is. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of bummed. Hey, Adolf. Hey, Adolf. <laughs> And yet the guy saying Jesus Christ is Lord is worse. (laughs) God damn it. But um, anyway, so on the subject of of Jesus, um, you had drinks with Peter Rollins.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Peter Rollins was in town last week. He was teaching a course here at the Seattle School of Theology and Psychology. I didn't go to it, but um, he asked if I wanted to meet for drinks with some people. And I was like, sure. And, um, you know, he's like, well, call Dave Bazon. We'll get him to come. So I picked out a pub. And he, he was saying, he goes, okay, one of my friends, he's missing a hand. And I only am telling you because it can be awkward when you go to shake hands with him. And I just wrote back best text ever. <laughs> He's like, and he wrote back LOL, which I think is funny. Like for somewhat for a philosopher, like with a doctorate, to write LOL, yeah, you know, yeah, I was, yeah, it just cracks me up when he does that. <laughs> he does that in seriousness, <laughs> but of course I forgot when I went to shake the guy's hand, he oh. had no hand. <laughs>
0: Anyway.
1: Oh, man. Anyway, well, I, had a yeah. similar, I had a similar hand misfortune where, well, because when I work at these trade shows, like we have our new designs in a book, we have to keep turning the pages for the customers. Sometimes they'll just turn it, and I'm like, great. And I just kind of sit back and answer any questions. They go at their own pace. But then sometimes they're just sitting there with their hands in their lap expectantly, and I have to turn the pages, and I hate it. So I was like <laughs> saying, oh, man, I'll be sh- I think one time I turn these pages, I'm just going to like, Stick my arm keep my arm in my dress and I'm just gonna pin my sleeve so it looks like I don't have an arm and then get then they'll feel like they have to do it. And I totally didn't realize that one of our reps who was regularly in our booth did not have an arm and had the very whole thing going and they're like, um, you know that so and so doesn't have an arm and I was like I did not know that, and it's just like, what are the chances? I know, know it's like it would just be like such a funny throwaway, stupid joke, whatever, you know, but it just became a, an uncomfortable, awkward oh, thing. No. somebody really couldn't turn the pages because they have no arm. <gasps> I'm gonna make you do it. This is America. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um but yeah, how did the drinks thing go? In it
2: general, was fun. we just yeah, I had yeah, I was pretty hungover. Like the middle of the night, I woke up and because I never drink beer, and I was drinking beer this time because it was a pub. Right. And I remembered why, partly why I don't like it. I was like super hungover at three in the morning, and I had to work the next day, you know, so oh. I just drank all this water and took aspirin. And I, I hate it when work, I forget but.
1: to drink the water the night before.
2: I always forget. Especially if,
1: I, yeah, especially if I'm drinking rum. rum if that's just a fucking. Does rum do it too. Yes. Oh, rum is my worst. And I've been drinking a lot of rum lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I was listening to an old episode today, which I never do. I never go back and listen to old episodes. <laughs> but I That'll did today. And I was reminded about Venus Hill. Yeah.
2: You we were talking about done that.
1: that. I know. Whatever Ever happened to that?
2: Kote had a baby and it slowed down or no it started after the baby I think it was after he turned one
1: yeah Something this was around in- 2012 that that this episode was from
2: yeah it was great while well, it lasted but we like we couldn't pay the speakers and it was all you know local professors women that we knew um, that we had to do it, but we kind of exhausted our options, you know, like if you can't pay them and you ask them to come to this thing and just talk like it's just asking them to do a favor, basically. Yeah, yeah. So we need to find something new to do and Kote moved very far away, like to the south side of town and right. so it's a little harder to, to get everything together. But we've been talking about it in... Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. So yeah, as a reminder, something out.
1: It's nice yeah. that you wanted to be able to pay the speakers even when you have no budget. Because I, I know a shitty celebrity who I may have referred to on a previous episode and had <laughs> to bleep out the name, be. and they did not want to pay their uh, guests. Uh, no way. Yeah, and didn't understand why no one wanted to be on their shitty show. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, and they had a budget. So uh, yeah. the worst kind of person. <laughs> Worst, worst, the worst, yeah. They really suck. The people who know who it is are really excited right now. I, I know, I know exactly who it is. Like, the worst thing you said, I like, yep. Uh, but yeah, just to put that out there that some people with money and celebrity are still tight asses because <laughs> they think everyone should be just grateful to be working with them.
2: So, there's like one of the blackjack guys. Um, David's like, that guy's a millionaire and he's so fucking stingy. Oh. And I'm like, well, that's probably how he got to be a millionaire. Like, he never spends any money. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, that's no way to live. So, anyway. Yeah. No. Okay. um, Not worth it.
1: Not worth it at all. So, now, um, Tony Jones, you've been fighting with him for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he, um, we don't feud anymore.
2: I just talk about him and... and <laughs> it's 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 reached the point where um all this legal action has come up not Uh towards me not directed at me but um my friend david hayward is a is a priest in canada in like newfoundland i think in um nova scotia i think so he wrote a post in november about um the ways he feels that tony jones's theology is similar to mark driscoll's uh-huh. And it was really it was really good. He's Canadian, he's very fair minded, he's old you know, his fifties or sixties, so he's polite. He's not as, you know, like I am, where I'm like, rah, rah, rah. right? Right. <laughs> so it was a very even handed post um, explaining all this and then the comments started coming in and a lot of Tony defenders went in there. Tony was defending himself. Tony's friends were all defending him. And then Tony's ex-wife commented and said that um, she made allegations that she had been domestically abused during the course of their marriage. And she said, I mean, she told so many stories. She said she had all the documents and um, they have been buried in court because Tony is um, has a lot of money from a trust fund and he's always... Uh-huh suing like he has a team of lawyers he's always suing her every three months he takes her to court over something pertaining to the children or custody or something Mm -hmm. so she's, she's like he's been able to bury these so deeply and I didn't have any self esteem that I didn't want the children's father to be in prison she's right. like but but I'm over that now it's been five or six years but I'm, I'm going to press charges now so she was saying all this and she said there's a big cover up with Tony Jones's um, pastoral staff and his the people he works with mm-hmm. and um, those people are jumping in we shouldn't be talking about this this is ancient history would you want someone to drag up the details of your divorce and then we're like well it's not really that it's more about you abuse someone then all the pastors covered it up and tried to make her out to be crazy right. is what this is sounding like so if you you guys were able to spread your story about how Julie is crazy. Why can't she spread her story about how you were crazy? Like, why? Right. Does, you know, maybe one, maybe one side, well, certainly each side can't be completely correct, you know, but l- like each side should get equal airtime is all we're totally. saying. So, um, David Hayward has received multiple litigious threats from all of these people who are they, not all the players involved, but, but several of them and their friends. And um it's really insane. And he was getting scared. I'm like, you can't be scared. I was like, these assholes. There's nothing they can do because this is free speech, and they're just like throwing yeah. words around. And and I was like, trust me with the Mark Driscoll stuff. I know that you'll be fine. And so he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to press forward. But anyway, so that's where that is right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um Tony Jones is putting on the conference right now with two prominent women speakers, and then the rest are women speakers. And a lot of women are like hey this is bullshit you're trying to cover up whatever's going on and look like you're for women yeah. when all the stuff is going on behind the scenes so that's in process and that's a little bit interesting. So When you first started talking
1: about him didn't you say that he had admitted to uh, uh, domestic abuse in the past and had tried to strangle an ex-wife or girlfriend like that was already oh. known before um, this all came out I thought that was part of his I'm a different person now
2: I don't know. I can't remember. Oh,
1: that someone said
2: that. Oh, that was um Hugo Schweizer. Oh, okay. He did say that, yeah. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. Similar personality types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So none of this is surprising to me. I just feel like Mark Driscoll and Tony Jones, same same vibe, pours off both of them, you know, so
1: Yeah. Well in anyway. a similar vein, um there was a something about a pasta bragging about punching a kid. Oh, did you see that video i didn't um yeah all these people
2: put on my wall and i started hiding it because i'm like this is so depressing but it's a (laughs) pastor in new jersey he's like you know what there was a young man in my youth group he was a real smart out kid he was real smart a little bit too smart and i went to went up to him and i punched him in the chest really hard and i said you're going to get right with the lord and you know what that kid got right with the lord Oh. And it's just like the worst thing you ever saw. I'm like jail time, prosecution. Why isn't this guy being strung up by his balls like that? You could have killed that kid if this is true, you know. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, do you ever do you know, know of any
1: any kind of anything like that ever actually happening and somebody trying to uh, punch the Lord into somebody? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's definitely happened um, in my presence, and oh. I, it's just kind of a commonplace thing where you're like. This abuse, I'm just gonna dissociate and not talk about it, and you know, because I'll never win, you know. And maybe yeah. this is really what should be happening anyway. Maybe this is what that person needs to get right with God. Like all this weird stuff goes through your mind, and this that victim mentality thing. So, yeah, you have to let people break out of it and fight the power. Ugh. Uh. But enough of that. Let's hear about your cake that you had.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so Bunyan, my sister, posted uh, on my Facebook wall. It's a video of a guy like the Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario Brothers and the original NES, is playing on the screen, and he's playing violin t- along to it. So, like with all what? like he's play- he's playing the music, and and then like when Mario jumps, he goes boing boing. Oh, awesome. Like when he hits like a brick that's always like boom, boom. He makes all the sounds. He does, they show him do the, you know, overworld. He goes down the tube and does some underworld. And then, um, and then some, they skip and go down, warp and go into the, um, and he like you, the going down the pipe sound, that sound, like he does all on the violin. It's so great. And then he does some (laughs) of the underwater part too. It's so excellent. I loved it. But, um. Anyway, but um, uh, I was talking to someone about, it and they're like, "Whoever's playing the game is is um, uh, is doing a really bad job." And I realized that when I was first watching it, I noticed that because they kept sort of dying and bumping into things easily. And I was like, "Well, yeah," because he's trying to control it with the violin. Like that was. <laughs> I didn't expect him to be good because he's doing it with the violin. So that was my my cake there. But a cake, again, re- refresher for any new listener, is a, a thought that you think for a second that doesn't make sense. Um, but it is based in some sort of logic. It's just confused. Um, and then the other example I had was Quincy was like babbling in the back seat and then we went into a parking garage and he went quiet and I thought it was because like, you know when you go in a parking garage and then the radio cuts out? But <laughs> And I've actually had this cake before, but I think it was with my own voice. <laughs> like I thought, okay, I, I thought my own voice similar. wouldn't work because we have gone to the parking garage. This is years ago, so yeah, it happened again. <laughs>
2: I love that so much because on Saturday night we drove out to West Seattle, and when you get near the water of West Seattle, the internet connection and all your phone reception like drops way out. Uh-huh. But I was um, I was holding my rosary and I was kind of like just saying the stuff and and doing the beads, and then I thought, oh, since the connection's bad out here, I don't think God or Mary can hear me if I bring the rosary <laughs> out here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, David, I just had a cake. That was a cake yes <laughs> total okay um, so I've got a two month subscription to Google Play Music which I think is like Spotify um, mm-hmm. but um, I just got a free one when I got my, my Chromecast thing to add to my TV but um, anyway so they I was like picking different playlists they had on offer and one of them was like guilty pleasures from the 80s and 90s so I picked that And I like pretty much... I like 95% of the songs they're offering. So I was like... Yeah. And and one of the songs that came up was I'm Too Sexy. Uh And I'm like... I love this song. Like, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I have no guilt. I just love the song. Like, and I remember when it first came out, I heard mm-hmm. it and I couldn't, I was 13, I was like, I couldn't believe this song existed because the lyrics were just so crazy. I was like, I'm too sexy for my shirt. I'm too sexy for my cat. This is crazy. I thought the same thing. Yeah. When yeah. I grew up. <laughs> and then I told my friend Adele, I was like, telling her, like, There's this song. And the man, he says, I'm too sexy for my shirt and I'm too sexy for my hat and I'm too sexy for my cat. And she's like, No, it, it's, no, you. she didn't believe it's like bullshit bullshit I'm like no I'm telling you it's a real song and like I just, just heard it once crazy, it, it wasn't a hit yet or anything like it would just come out and and mm-hmm. and like I thought oh my god she'll never see it and she'll never believe me and then it like went to number one but, nice. but it was like I was like I remember just feeling so like this is the craziest thing and you won't believe <laughs> yeah I but thought it was anyway.
2: hilarious and, yeah. and it came out and um, but I was at the point where I was at that age where you're like starting to realize oh the music I really like isn't cool you know All Yeah. pop music like that's not cool and so I was in 11th grade right and I remember Natalie Lane my friend saying yeah I thought this song was really stupid until I realized that they were making fun of models so oh, it's a good song <laughs> now it's cool <laughs> I'm like, yeah it's a good song then <laughs> cause space <it's> been <beats> <laughs> it's
1: funny I think I like I like Songs now that I hated then just for the nostalgia reason, you know, like oh, like hadaway's "What Is Love," like I mean that was oh. the bane of my existence. But now I hear it and it's just such yes. a my mind's just like ah oh, the nineties like, like yeah, I too. I hated that song was like everything that was wrong with the world when I was that age, you know. So yeah. But it's now it like, that is, is that like? I told Greg, I think that's the like quintessential dance song of the 90s. Do you think? Well, sing it for me. What is love? What about love? Baby, don't, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. me. Okay, me
2: no what about more? love? Don't you want someone to care about you? That's what I was thinking of. But, um, yeah, that makes me think of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I think that's what really solidified it. I haven't
1: even seen it, but, yeah, but that's the one they'd be, like, in the cab from the ads yeah. and, like, bopping I to. I love
2: all that stuff. I, yeah, I've been trying to... Um, get the kids like to educate them for the decades so i'm like yes here comes my 80s playlist yes here comes the 90s playlist yeah like, you know all but the when it was I hated, funny though and i'm I... like this is for the sake of education
1: yeah but the thing is i mean i think a lot of hits that i hated then i have an appreciation for a nostalgia for now but when we've had like a rental car that had xm radio on it and you know they have mm-hmm. channels by decade And I usually listen to the 60s, 70s, or 80s. And I I thought, oh, I should be able to listen to the 90s. Like, this is going to be my channel, you know? Mm -hmm. And I fucking hate it, because all they play is dance (laughs) shit, like... All of it, like stuff I oh, barely knew or cared about. And I no kept saying to Greg, I'm like, not, crash no, there was like Cheryl no Crow. alternative rock <laughs> never happened according to that. And I kept saying, like, I have never had one song on the 90s that I want. And Weird. as I said, that I turned to it and then Smells Like Teen Spirit was on, which is great. But it's like the most obvious yeah. alternative song you could put on, yeah, you know. Seriously. So I wasn't even like excited to hear it. I was like, oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, nostalgia really confuses your senses. <laughs> um, but a part of me that's not confused I'm just going to play this clip This is a oh, recording yeah. I made Last week as I was driving I stopped at a light, pulled out my phone And started recording So here it is <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, so I'm driving And I am looking at a Fucking billboard for the new Fucking movie with Johnny Depp Morto de Kai or whatever the fuck it is. And I'm so fucking angry because of this stupid fucking Willy Wonka look on his face and his eyes are all wide, and he's got a stupid mustache. And like there's three other people also with these mustaches but he's the most fucking annoying of them all. And I, I was already thinking like, God, I'm fucking sick of that guy. But this has pushed me over the fucking edge. I am so fucking mad right now. Oh, he sickens me. I he dies or at least gets acid on his face so no one has to fucking look at him anymore Ugh. so yeah so fuck i think i've had this on the document a long time ago to vent about johnny depp i think it's I reached think I, I think we never did it and it's just reached new fucking proportions now saturation. yes have you seen this poster for mort Decay? i have not See, when you live in LA, no movie comes out you can't that you don't. It. No, there's like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. This fucking poster is a nightmare. It is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I guess I just said that already and i forgot forgotten because okay, it's of a all, week ago. Is it a Tim Burton film? I don't think so but it's got that he's got it's got that same fucking whimsy look to it and (laughs) fuck it's so annoying I'm just I'm just sick of it. but Greg Google he looked uh, searched tweets the other day and I I think even his fans are getting sick of him because he's found a few tweets of people saying (laughs) things like god remember when we used to get excited about a new Johnny Depp instead of kind of annoyed like I think people that even really liked him are just sick of him and making that dumb fucking face and somebody tweeted at me one of his dumb fucking faces from Benny and June, and then you said you were watching Sleepy Hollow, and his dumb fucking face was annoying you. It was,
2: because um, David was really into Sleepy Hollow, and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Like He's making that same face. He always made an Edward Scissor... I love Edward hands, but he's making that same face that. that he makes all through... Benny and June and everything just everything I oh god I love What's eating Gilbert great but he still makes yes. that face a little bit in that movie uh. and David goes oh you mean like this and then he like shifted his eyes from left to right like really like, oh! <laughs> oh, yes yes his little lip quiver it's just like do you mind uh.
1: Mm. See, if, so. even before he became so loathsome, I think I always had a little grudge against him because um, when I'd start get like these, you know, these teen diaries, you know, like these pop culture diaries from a magazine, mm-hmm. and they would have all the celebrity birthdays in it. Um, that's when I discovered that he and Michael J. Fox had the same birthday, but Johnny Ooh. Depp was like two years younger, and he was kind of cooler than Michael J. Fox, like around <laughs> ninety-one, ninety, ninety-one. And so, it just kind of pissed me off that I just felt like Johnny <laughs> Depp was like the more important birthday of the of June. 9th and I hated that and so I've always kind of been like fuck Johnny Depp for that reason but you know I let it slide. People like Johnny Depp he's like fine but now he's just Fucking everywhere, and he's annoying. Oh, and he's in that other movie, Into the Woods, and it's like he's yeah. a wolf. He's the wolf. So there's uh, posters around town of him, like peering from behind a tree. I mean, doesn't <laughs> doesn't just Johnny Depp peering behind a tree sound like the most fucking annoying movie That's poster just what of the they year? They should call every single movie that he's in. That should be yes. the subtitle <laughs> Johnny Depp peeping around a tree. <laughs> Johnny Depp,
2: lower lip, lower lip quivers while he shifts his eyes rapidly from left to
1: right. <laughs> while peeping from behind a tree. While peeping from behind a tree. <laughs> oh, <sighs> fuck him to hell. Oh. Gosh. So, to, to cleanse our palates of Johnny Depp, you've been watching a lot of Steve Coogan on Netflix. I have. I'm
2: just... I just want to put him in my mouth. I mean not I don't mean that dirty. I just he's, I just love him. I love I know I'm American. I'm behind the times, but I you know I love Saxondale a couple years ago and I loved the trip. and so now the trip to Italy is streaming just in movie form like all one go but that's streaming on Netflix and I watched it and I'm like, I need to watch this every day. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I love him so much. I love Rob Brydon so much. And then I started watching Alan Partridge. And I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I need to watch this every day. I'm getting smarter (laughs) watching this. I love him. I love him. You know... So I've just been inhaling all the Steve Coogan stuff lately.
1: Yeah, I think I could definitely take more of it. I loved the first season of Saxondale so much, and then I thought the second season was kind of disappointing. But still good. But it just did that second season thing, which some British shows do, where they take all the slightly annoying things about the character and then take them too far so that they're just yeah yeah, so it did that but otherwise i loved saxon dale we have an alan partridge dvd but we haven't watched very much of it so and i haven't seen the trip so but i like oh
2: you'll like the trip so for anyone who hasn't seen the trip i recommend trying to see it in episodes i just liked it so much better that way for the american format they put it all in one seamless movie but i like it better in the episodes i didn't
1: know it was supposed to be an episode i just thought it was a movie
2: yeah yeah um i like the episodes because they they leave almost every episode ends on a melancholy note and i just love that like it's it's true to life you know they're not trying to wrap things up and then you're like what's going to happen now and you just like are really feeling it with the characters i just really like that for some reason so
1: yeah yeah. Well, we just got but, done with the second season of The Comeback, which was oh, nine so years good. later than. The, did you watch The Comeback? Oh yeah. Oh, because I was like raving for ages. I watched it when it was
2: first. When it was first around, oh, I you haven't did. seen the new stuff yet. Right? Oh, right. oh, no, oh yeah. It. Oh, so oh, yeah.
1: I thought you, I thought you hadn't seen it, but yeah. Oh my God! So yeah, so like that was like I mean, and everyone says like it's too uncomfortable to watch. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's fine, just watch it. And then I rewatch it. I'm like, oh God, they're right. <laughs> but it's so ahead of its feeling. time, like in terms of just you know, calling out reality TV and that kind of shit. You know, it's so amazing. And yeah. then the second season, there was only eight episodes, but yeah, it was it was phenomenal. So, so i'm just so excited it came back (sighs) the comeback came back the comeback came back and it was amazing so i highly recommend it if you can fight through the discomfort be brave people be brave it's the best it's a good kind of hurt (laughs) it is it totally is um, cool well I think on that note we will wrap things up thank you all for listening uh, please visit dongtini.com and uh, click on the Amazon link if you're going to buy anything there and we'll get a kickback or you could just donate to Dongtini uh, also there if you click on the collection plate. and thank you to everyone who's subscribing, has donated we super appreciate it and I think we're going to have something special for you coming oh. up but only you so <laughs> we're working on something so anyway um i guess until next time bye stephanie bye salone bye. <laughs> bye
0: i'm too sexy for my love too sexy for my love love's going to leave